we are like the Maury Povich of podcasts. People come oh. to this show because it's a train wreck. I'm giving this podcast three stars. The host keeps yelling at me. The people have clearly spoken. Check out Whatever with Jason Soto on Anchor, Apple, Google, wherever you get awesome podcasts, or you can go to the home location at rabbitholepodcast.com. Second thing yes. I want to talk about is I want to talk about urination. I want to talk about peeing specifically. See what happens when Jason throws out the segments. This is what we get instead. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Between the Scares, a podcast taking a look at every film Blumhouse Productions have made for better or for worse. God damn it. He's I, already laughing. We're such a I am show. your host, Jason Soto from rabbitholepodcast.com. Hello. I am joined by my co-host. Lisa Leahy, who can get through an intro without laughing. No, because I oh, every no, time... Every time I say the word for better or for worse, when we cover the worst ones, it makes me laugh. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> to be fair, as much as I'm throwing you under the bus for not being able to get through without laughing, I don't know that I've done a Sidless episode where I've gotten the tagline right yet. So <laughs> no, it was just like because, and we've had like twelve or fourteen episodes, so. Because this ep- this episode today, first off, this episode should not have existed. I'm mad that this episode exists because you feel cheated. Because I, when I created this podcast, I'm stop sharing for a second. When I created this podcast, I did extensive research on every movie he produced. Yep. And then all of a sudden, I just one day I'm like, oh, you know what? He's been making new movies. Let me add those to the list. So I w- took my happy ass to Wikipedia, happy and I ass. went to look, and there's two movies that were just added randomly that were not there before, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what the fuck? So then I asked Lisa, should we go back and cover these movies? She oh, just kind of, she kind of gives me a shrug and then goes, I don't know, smoke weed or something. I don't know what she does. I don't know. You're off in time. charge. No, I wanted your opinion because you're also on this show. You That's easily could have been like, no, let's not do that. Let's well, I think just... it's because I had seen this before and it wasn't something that like appalled me. So I have no idea. So I was like, so I'm not entirely, I'm not entirely blaming you, but you could have easily have been like, no, let's just keep moving on and we'll just skip those two and blah, blah, blah. But then you just kind of like left it up to me. And then the 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 morbid curiosity part of my brain was like, well, what <laughs> are trouble. what are these movies? So <laughs> I'm just gonna tell everyone right now, we're skipping the second one because I, I, I do not have the patience anymore. I do not have the patience for early Jason Blum drama, sappy ass movies, whatever the fuck he was doing in 2006. 
Like, I just don't have the patience anymore. I do not have the brain width. I, 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 I want to focus on his horror shit. And he's got yes. some, well, he's got some non-horror stuff coming up, too. He does. That's the thing. So, you know, we're going to be suffering through those anyway. So, <laughs> I mean, there's one very particular one I'm not looking forward to. There's a, there's a horror one. I'm, we keep having this discussion every now and then. No, I know. I mean, well, I think we both said what each of us were, but. Yep. I'm I'm not looking forward to this one, and the one you're not looking forward to, I've not even seen. I've it's not common. even seen. So yeah, but um, Ugh, the anyway, the bay. so we're gonna do we're gonna do one of these early ones that he did, yes. and then after this, we're just marching forward. <laughs> so sorry, I already deleted it. It was like Lawless or Outlaw or something. I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, yeah, I I, it is. I deleted it. We're not doing it. I'm sorry if anyone out there is like, oh, you're not going to do all Did of them. Did you go into Wikipedia and, and delete it? I can't. <laughs> That's what we need to start doing. We, That's we what have, I should we have do. More control over this I wonder, I wonder if someone listened to our show, saw that we started with Griffin and Phoenix, and was like, wait a minute, that wasn't the first film that he did. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Blum himself went, hey, a minute. Yeah, he I was like, wait. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. What happened to the other, the other two movies I did in 2006? <laughs> what the fuck? So he had to quickly Jason edit. Jason himself. <laughs> he had to quickly edit the Wikipedia to reflect that. No. Yes. So that's what we're doing today. We're, we're going to, we're going to, that's our episode. We're going to, we're going to do this one movie from 2006 with Uma Thurman and Juliette Lewis. And I suffered through it. And I don't know. We're gonna get Lisa's thoughts in a minute because I don't even know why I, I didn't talk to her about it. So. No, we actually we actually kept this one under our hat this time. So we're gonna get into that. But first, everything we do here, at Rabbit Hole Podcast, is sponsored by Audible. If you go to audibletrial.com/slash/rabbitholepod, you get to try it absolutely free for thirty days. You can download any audiobook, original show, or podcast you want. After 30 days, you just pay $14.99 a month, and you get access to thousands and thousands of audiobooks, shows, or podcasts. You can cancel any time, and if you do, you get to keep anything that you've downloaded. So if you're in the middle of like listening to a book, and then you decide, oh, I don't want to keep the service anymore, you cancel it. Whatever you've downloaded is yours for the rest of your life. You can pass those off to your grandkids, your great-grandkids, whoever. They'll get access to all your Audible stuff, and they'll never take that away from you. So, isn't that what life is all about? I mean, it's better than finding like your father's old Playboys or something and inheriting. That would be the modern equivalent of it. Yeah, that kind of is. I mean, there's there's some like suburban mom smut out there. Exactly. There's some like really good like look up Chuck Tingle. Oh, I know. know. Chuck, oh, okay. oh. I, our listeners potentially may not. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to look up some entertaining titles, I yes. mean, Chuck Tingle, my And friend. those are on Audible. Yeah. I, I have perused those. Okay. Uh, Audible <laughs> you mis- trial. You mispronounced <laughs> purchased. <laughs> <laughs> AudibleTrial.com slash rabbit hole pod. If you use that link, you help us out. Uh, here at the network, and you help support the show. And I want to give a quick shout-out to Patreon members, patreon.com slash rabbitholepods. Uh, for as low as $3 a month, you get early access to all the episodes that we uh, do here at Rabbit Hole Podcast. And uh, higher tiers, you get access to bonus content. So stuff that will never see the light of day. Um, it's only on Patreon. You just go there. 
pay whatever I, I think it's a ten dollar level um and you get all this great bonus content so i think it's a win-win patreon.com slash rabbit hole pods all right let's get this fucking over with <laughs> all day all day at work i was dreading i was dreading talking oh, about this movie oh i feel bad I'm no sorry. it's not your fault it's it's the movie's fault anyway Aww. today uh, we're gonna get i don't even know what we're gonna get we're gonna get yeah well i'm gonna get bored that's what i'm gonna get <laughs> ladies gonna and get gen- angry apparently ladies and gentlemen hysterical blindness I'm sitting in my computer doing all that data entry shit they always stick me with, and I go blind. I couldn't see a thing, so I started yelling, oh my god, I can't see. I cried all the way to the emergency room. So we get there, just sitting and waiting all alone. The doctor walked in and all, and he goes, it's hysterical blindness. You gotta learn how to relax. What are you looking at? got Patrick Swayze eyes, you know? I do? What, you want me to walk into your car? Yeah. David and I got engaged, you know? He wanted for us to get married, to have him brought him together. Maybe it wouldn't have been so bad. My mother told me that when your father left, you packed a suitcase, he kept it by your bedroom door, because he said he was coming back to get you, and you didn't unpack it for over a month. Did you tell her everything, Beth? Remember when we used to sit out here? We were so hot. Yeah. I don't know why you're always talking about the past. You're not 16 anymore. We had the most amazing conversation. It was really short, but it was really special. It's amazing how fast everything can change. Debbie's mother has a boyfriend. He's a real asshole. Is that why you're acting mad at your mother? After all these years, you suddenly decide you want to go out with some guy. Damn it, Debbie, I'm working here. Are you sure he's really into you? You are acting like you're jealous or something. What do people call you? They call you Ginny? Sometimes. Uh, I'd be honored if I could call you Ginny. Yeah, sure. Hey, how about I make you dinner one night this week? Wednesday, my house? Sure. A girl like you has to be careful. You got that special something, and not many people are going to see that. (laughs) Sweet dreams. Academy Award nominee Uma Thurman. What's wrong with me? I really want to know. Two-time Academy Award nominee Jenna Rollins. He's not fooling anybody. How do you really know? Because he loves me. Academy Award nominee Juliette Lewis. Hi, Ma. I have not been in a bar every night of the week. Okay, I am. I am a good mother. Three-time Golden Globe nominee, Ben Gazzara. We should have a grand old time down there. We? From the acclaimed director of Monsoon Wedding, Kama Sutra, and Mississippi Masala. Hysterical blindness. I know what you're thinking. This must be the end of the world. But it never is. Coming in August. Only on HBO.
I don't know why that trailer needed to be three goddamn minutes long, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. So every trailer is longer than that now. I mean, this was ahead of its time. <laughs> Fair enough. No, now that I've seen the movie and I watched that. It's weird how they misrepresented certain scenes. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. So, this is why I don't watch trailers. One. I mean, thing. it's not even just like a spoiler thing. It's just like a, oh, wait, th- th- they made this look like it's a tender thing, but it's actually a very fucked up, depressing thing that ends up happening in the fucking movie. So, <laughs> all right. So, as you heard Epic VoiceOver Guy say, this has Uma Thurman... Juliette Lewis, Gina Rollins, and uh, Ben Gazzara. Um, and uh, this is... <sighs> I was bored. I'm sorry. I'm just jumping right into it. You don't I was have fucking to apologize. Bored. That's how you felt. I was bored. I, I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And you gave it a chance. You I, gave it a chance. I mean, okay, I'm I'm flat out admitting that I don't do dramas. Like, you know, just flat dramas that are just dramas to be dramas. Yes, like, and that's I, what this is. I can watch dramatic films if there's, like, other things mixed with it. If they're able to mix, like, comedy with it a little bit. Or something something else to go with it. Otherwise, this is just watching, like, four miserable people live out their lives for, like, an hour and a half. And it's like, I don't really need to be doing that. <clears throat> so... <laughs> Um, all right, let me try to let me try to sum this movie up. Um, so, uh, and I don't have character names. If you got character names, Lisa, by all means. But U- Uma, Uma Thurman Debbie. Uh, is Debbie, and Juliette Lewis Beth is Beth. They're two friends. They they're they're in Boston, and it's the eighties. Uh, um, are they in Boston? I thought they were in Jersey. They had, I, they had really thick Boston accents. I don't know. Oh, it's Jersey, my friend. You sure? I'm 100% sure. Mm, I thought it was Boston. Definitely Jersey. All right. Because they had They didn't super... drop enough Oz. So. They didn't drop enough of the Oz. This, this is Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, okay, wherever. Um, I'm telling you, it's Jersey. Okay. All right, Jersey. I'm going to take your word for it. Jersey. I didn't even look at the Wikipedia because Wikipedia probably would not even have helped. Um, <laughs> there are two friends who in Jersey, uh, and it's the 1980s. Yes. Um, don't have a quite handle on when um, various 80s songs do play, but I it's didn't. Somewhat later 80s. I didn't bother looking up like when the songs came out, but it's yeah, all. It's, it's, it's at least later. it's at least a little bit after Cindy Lauper's "Girls Just Want to Have Fun." We know that much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got that. Um, and, um, God, I don't even know how to describe it because it's like literally nothing happens. Nothing so you happens. Have, you have okay. these two Sorry. friends had to get that who out. are, I mean, at youngest late twenties, but probably in their thirties. The I think they're thirties, honestly. I, I, I don't know. It's, it is like that line. There's, there's that line, I think. And um, they're like... They so they go out every night to party, like or not party, but like go, go to a bar to, to a bar. They want to meet guys. They're trying to meet because guys. They're both they're single. Not happy. They're both single. They're not happy being single. Um, Juliette Lewis has a daughter yeah. who is probably around the ten eleven age. Yeah. Um and uh Debbie, played by Uma Thurman, like you said, lives with her mother. Yeah. Um so you can tell that there there've been some you know, it's some rocky stuff, like um Debbie works in, in customer service. Her mom is a waitress at a diner under the bridge. 
Yeah. Um, and it the movie is essentially a snapshot of what their lives are like yes. in this short span <clears throat> of time. I mean, maybe a month at <clears throat> most. And uh, I, think it's I thought it was just a couple of weeks. I kind of got it was like maybe a week. I see. I'm with you on that, but I wonder regarding the mother's relationship with Nick. Um, that mm. seems like a week is real fast. Um, I well, understand Debbie. I don't understand mom. Yeah. Week. Okay. That's so fair. it's, I, I feel maybe like it might two be weeks. between, yeah, maybe two. two and a half, something like that. Um, um so they, they, they go and it, yeah, it's a snapshot movie. It's, it's, yeah. It, and it very much is. It very much is. A snapshot Here's movie. a couple of days in the lives of these people and here um, are what their relationships are like. And here, the, are, here are the things they do. The main, I guess, problem in the movie is that Uma Thurman's character, Debbie, Debbie. uh, falls for this guy named Rick. It is Rick. Justin okay. Chambers from Grey's Anatomy. I did not even know that. Um, That's why I'm here. <laughs> uh, but Rick is like not remotely interested in her. No. And he's just basically using her for sex. Like they go home. He, he takes her to his house one night. They have like sex. Uh, there's a very random scene because okay, I'm gonna tell you, Lisa has all this movie. I got 25 minutes into the movie and I realized nothing's happening. So then I started working on podcast stuff the website i was doing other things as the movie was playing in the background because i'm like i can kind of get an idea what this is happening i can hear dialogue and they're just kind of just it's basically just a movie where people just talk to each other and that makes sense because this is based on a play there it is so but so i was hearing dialogue and so uh as i'm doing stuff i just hear uma thurman say i give really good blowjobs oh my god and I was like, whoa, go back to the tab. Where's the tab? What? Run back. Rewind. <laughs> Wait, now is it about to be sex? Attention. Is there going to be sex? Is something now finally going to happen? Attention. So, yeah. And so then I'm watching that. And it's like, like she starts to kind of go down. But then it cuts. And it's like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was an Not HBO movie. It was Not an HBO that. movie. Not it was that. an HBO movie. They totally could have done it. Not about that. It's anyway, it's not in the play. I, 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 it's an HBO movie. Not about that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so this she's is special. Don't you remember? <laughs> this is different. So she's like in love with this guy. She's super like into she's... this guy. Oh, and she's it's so. It's... I, have, I have commentary, but go ahead. I think it's just based on looks, I'm guessing. No. Um, well, no, I mean, I think it started off as, like, looks. And there's, there's something just about this guy. She's just, like, a, like I, I can a, answer appealed. all of these questions. <laughs> okay, please tell me why she was alone. It's not going to be stuff you want to hear, but. No, 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 by is, all means. And this is why I'm telling you it's that late 20s, early 30s. Because it, there's a point when. In, in your life where you think ever you think you should be married, right? There's a weird thing in early twenties where you think that you should be married by like uh, 24, 25, right? And okay. so when everybody around you, you think is with somebody engaged to somebody, the fact that Carol Ann played by Callie Thorne uh, drives her nuts <laughs> is because she's engaged. She found one. She's getting out that kind of thing. There's this thing of there's this feeling of being left behind. Um, uh-huh. And I can actually relate to that because the second half of my 20s were was time wasted because I was the only one in my friend group who was single. 
Um, I couldn't get a second date to save my life. Uh And so I spent a lot of time alone, kind of depressed because it wasn't even like I could be like, Hey friends, let's go out because they'd be at home with their husbands or their boyfriends or their kids. And I'm just like, Hey, I'm gonna sit here. This is great. Um, and you start getting into this panic mode where you're like, I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. And the more failed attempts you have, the more convinced you get of that. In the trailer, she has that moment where she's asking the bartender, she's like, what's wrong with me? That's an authentic feeling where you're like, what am I doing wrong? Now, to be fair, she is in hysterical is not the right word. She is that 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 desperate. She's desperate. And it, it's not coming off well. And I, I wonder how much of this is Uma Thurman overplaying it mm. um, or how much is it is this character is really supposed to be this like cringy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because it, it doesn't. <clears throat> re- the only thing about Rick is that he was nice to her. Yeah. And unfortunately, because something in Rick is a decent guy. He sees more than once that she's upset when he tries to blow her off. Yeah. And he feels bad, which frankly is the kiss of death. You're better cutting it off than making it a clean cut. Yeah. If you give any sense of hope to somebody who's in that kind of emotional state, they glom on. Um, And that's what happened. And I know there are instances where my brain put more into a nice gesture um, I would like to say I never got to this point, but I'm pretty sure I've done it at least once where you go into this, like, this is finally the one everything is so shitty. And this one nice thing happens and you start like, there are signs in the world and this must be, my- it's finally my turn. Like, this is what you do, you yeah, know, especially yeah. if you're somebody who really wants to be with somebody else and that kind of thing, this is what you turn into. So honestly, it was cringy watching it for me, probably because I saw some of myself in it. Oh, I'm going to be honest about it. I mean, I wasn't to this extent. Like, I certainly, you know, didn't announce to people whether or not my sexual prowess was worth their time. Um, (laughs) I never did the whole, like, I've met you and I've known you for five minutes. Let's go back to your place. I never did that kind of thing. No. Um, But it's just sort of like, I know those stories you spin in your head. And that's kind of what this is about. And you can, what's cool about this movie, the perform, I know you hate that I just said that sentence, but the performances around Debbie are really cool. Because if you watch Juliette Lewis, if you watch Rick, if you watch Justin Chambers, if you watch Jenna Rollins, um, the subtlety of their reactions when Debbie is doing her Debbie thing. Yeah. Um, even Carol Ann comes to her rescue at one point. And it's kind of like checking in on her and Debbie just pushes her away because she's mortified. You know, that scene when she comes on to Rick too strong after he's blown her off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's that's kind of what this is about. And I think the, <clears throat> you know, the movie begins with this monologue where she's telling Beth about how she was at, at work and all of a sudden she just went blind and she couldn't see. And she went to the ER and she was sitting in the room by herself and her, her vision came back and the doctor called it hysterical blindness. You know, like the metaphor is this idea of how you get so wrapped up in those kinds of emotions that you are metaphorically blind to everything you're doing and everything around you. Yeah. Um, it's really just kind of that. I think that maybe some subtlety on Uma Thurman's part would have been a little better here. I mean, there were points where she should have gone full tilt. 
but she's kind of full tilt from the beginning. It's kind of like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. The man is is batshit crazy from the go. You know, she's nuts from the beginning. I mean, even Juliette Lewis's character is subtle. You know, like she does her flirt, but she also knows when to turn it off. Yeah. They also act like middle school girls to each other. And that was driving me insane too. It that, was... that kind of girl. <clears> their nuts. their relationship with each other was really Holy fucking weird. Shit. That's what middle school girls are like, I am telling you Cause... right now. And I know people who act like that in bars. Cause it was like so just to give an example, like it would either be um so the beginning of the movie, um uh Juliette Lewis is, you know, in the bar with, uh, you know, uh, Uma Thurman. Yes. And they're just kind of checking out guys. And, like, every time, like, Juliette Lewis checking out a guy, Uma Thurman would get a little jealous. Yep. And then she would, like, kind of feel weird and awkward, and she wanted to go home, but Juliette Lewis was like, no, I want to stay. So yep. then, like, Uma Thurman would blow the fuck off and be like, all right, you stay. And then she'd take out, like, Juliette Lewis's can of hairspray. Yeah, like, she's smash like, you're not being a good friend. You're on the sidewalk. Me. Holy shit. But then later, when Uma Thurman is trying to hit on Rick over at the pool table, Julia Lewis is by the bar by herself, and she's like waving at her and whistling at her and stuff. And Uma Thurman's like, What? And Julia was like, like, I'm I'm by myself. I'm bored to be here by myself. And it's like, What the fuck is up with you two? No, well, frankly, <laughs> Juliet Lewis had a right to it because she was blowing her off, whereas Juliet Lewis was sitting right next to her talking to somebody, including her in the conversation, and she was like, I'm yeah. leaving. Like, she's she's the kind that she's, I mean, frankly, she's the kind of, of character that gives, you know, normal single women a bad name. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, yeah. that's a stage five clinger right there. you got to look <laughs> out for people like her. Exactly. I totally just dropped a Jersey Shore reference. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're in Jersey apparently, so it's I mean I, that's that's appropriate. <laughs> but the fact that that released so quickly from um, my mouth, I didn't even have to think about what the term was. I'm a little concerned. And this... I am from the state where Paulie D is from, so I guess we're gonna go with. Oh, that. that's fair. That's fair. Um, this movie is very much about different types of relationships because we got the relationship yes. between Uma Thurman and Julia Lewis. We got the relationship between Juliette Lewis and her daughter. Yes. We got the relationship between Uma Thurman and her mother, played by uh, Jenna Rollins. Yes. Uh, and then you got uh, Jenna Rollins and Ben Gazzara's relationship. Yes. And that's basically like how all of these kind of just like mixed together. Because uh, Uma Thurman does not approve of Ben Gazzara. Um, which, if you've seen Roadhouse, I, I, I get it. You know what I think it is, though? <laughs> I think she's jealous because even my mom gets somebody. I think she's just flat out jealous. Yeah, I mean, no, they, it could have been that. I mean, yeah, that that's the real it's answer. Crazy, like she's so <sighs> self centered. That that's the that's the real answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, um, but yeah, so the movie just kind of just goes on, and it's just all this, just I mean, like stuff just happening with, you know, Uma Thurman and Rick, and Uma Thurman with Julia Lewis, and Julia, Uma Thurman and her mom, and. All this stuff. And then, like, even the mom had, like, a couple of parts where she was a little unsure of things because Ben Gazzara was like, oh, we're going to move to Florida and get a trailer home together. And she's like, I don't kind of want to do that. I was um, interested in that. <clears throat> I couldn't tell if she didn't want to or if she was skeptical that he even wanted her to go. Because he was moving fast. I was uh, thinking, I took shit, it, he's going to ask for her money. I took it. Well, I, no, I took it as, like, he's kind of, like, 
I don't want to say demanding. He wasn't quite demanding, but, like, kind of, like, you know, being pushy, I guess. Like, you know, hey, you know, we're going to move together. We're going to move out of state, you know, to Florida to, like, a mobile home. And, you know, not dissing mobile homes or nothing, but I'm just saying. Um, It's probably not what she she wanted to do. Yeah, it was – you know, it's funny because you look back on it now and you kind of look at it, you know, after we've seen who he was and everything. And I think it was just like, you know what? This guy really was into her. Yeah. And he knew what he wanted. And he was like, you know what? I don't have a lot of time left. Let's go. You know, frankly, you get to you get to an age and and he's just sort of like, you know what? He really he really didn't have a lot of time left. Oh, Uh, (laughs) poor Nick. Which is which was such a weird scene because it was like coming. It was like he no, I knew something was happening because he talks to Uma Thurman at the bar. Like yes. you know he you know they kind of like bond because uh, you know I guess she hates him for really no reason. But then he talks to her and then I guess she lightens up a little bit. Yeah, well she fucking realizes that she's being an idiot. And then he like goes to leave and he just like stands there for like an extra second. But he and, looks like, to his left and does the does like that extra like pause that you know movies do where it's like oh shit something's gonna happen. Yep. And he I thought to his left and I, I went, thought it was gonna be enough. okay. Here's my three, th- well two I guess two things I thought was gonna happen. One, he was just gonna flat out just like disappear. Like he was gonna disappear right. out of their lives. He was because there was something about like he didn't show up to like a dinner or something. Oh, he didn't pick up the mom. That's what it well, was. He didn't pick up uh, Jenna Rollins. Right, and then if you look back at it, you know, like that's your brain doesn't doesn't fire the same way it used to when you're close to death. Like um, there's a whole there's a whole personality shift. Because I'm going so, off of I'm going off of that scene where he just like stops yes. at the door and he looks. I'm like, okay, that's right there is, when it was going on. Yeah, this is where it was like, oh shit, he's just gonna leave them. So that was one thing. The yep. second thing was. He's gonna get into like a major car accident, yep. or like there's gonna be like a gunshot thing or something. Oh, like like he was gonna gunshot. accidentally die, right? Right. Something so those are the that. two things that I was thinking was gonna happen, and then right. the, and then what ended up happening was he just died, just a heart attack. He, he just had a heart yeah. attack. Um, and it was like, did he know he was gonna have a heart attack? Like, why did he pause at the door? And then you know, I think he had a twinge. I think that was that was their subtle worst version of him grabbing his left arm. Like that's that's the closest I I can get, and it wasn't good enough. If you want to, if that's if that scene was meant to signal to us, it wasn't good enough. I mean, no, it was weird, but it's not good enough. It was weird. It is weird. Um. So then, yeah. So then, yeah. So then he he's dead, and then um, uh. Uma Thurman makes like a ass of herself trying to pick up Rick in the bar and he's like oh, ignoring God. her and she's doing these weird dances. Oh, she's trying she's um, doing the drunk sexy dance. She's and then, trying to be hot and it's not working. It's so bad. And is like, you know, throwing herself to Rick and then Rick's yep. like, you know, he 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 literally throws her like off of him. Yeah. Um and then he leaves and then she has a breakdown with hot bartender Bobby. Um yep. By the way, this bar is interesting because I've never seen a bar where in the daytime it's just full of old retired guys, you know, and yeah. the bartenders, like an old, like, 70-year-old lady. And then at night, it's like a hopping nightclub with, like, 20-somethings in there. And the well, bartenders really is like, club. well, no, 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 no. I'm saying, I said, I said, like a nightclub, <laughs> like a nightclub, because it's got okay. all the hot young people in there dancing with the popular music. And the bartender is like this twenty-something so muscle-bound 
guy who's named yeah. Bobby and you know yeah. he's flirting with Juliet Lewis and so it's like the weird like divide between day and night like yeah, it's <laughs> in very this place. Strange. I've never seen a place like this before it's weird um <laughs> but then uh apparently they had him in Jersey in the 80s true fair enough uh, and then uh, it just kind of marches forward, and you know, there's no like plots that needed to be resolved. It was just stuff happening. You know, yeah. Uma Thurman realizes maybe she came on too strong, and is like sad about Rick. Um, I did feel bad for her when she yeah. made that whole dinner, and he didn't show up. Oh God! Because yes. she was really trying. Like she was really trying. She made filet mignon. Um, and. You know, had this whole dinner, and he didn't show up, and then, nope. um, uh, then you know, she goes to his house and realizes he wasn't doing anything. He was just, and I was expecting like another girl to come out of that car I when was he looking pulled for up. A girl too, yes. but no, he just walked in alone. It was just like he just was doing something else. Well, see that I think that makes it worse. Like, oh yeah, the girl, 100%. the girl would have been bad, but it definitely makes it worse. That it oh, one hundred percent. He just wasn't coming to see you. He it, just wasn't going, it, yeah. You gotta keep in mind, this is right around Sex in the City. This is right around the mark of he's just not that into you. Okay. Okay. That, yeah, yeah. So that I that I, I own because Sex in the City is the girliest thing I'm into, but that I will own. <laughs> I will own knowing Sex in the City and he's just not that into you. Um, um which became a massive thing because people were like, Oh, and it was like this wonderful smack in the head that a lot of us needed. And I do say us deliberately. Okay. So fair enough. Anyway. Um it's rough being a girl, I'll tell you. <laughs> you know what? No, one hundred percent I'm with you. I I can't even imagine. I'm sorry, Lisa. <laughs> That's all I can say. I'm sorry. It's all right, I'm on the other side of it. On on behalf of on behalf of men, I am sorry. That's okay. Hey, on behalf of women. Uh, on behalf of one of the normal ones, I apologize for the crazy bitches that are out there. Yeah. Holy hell. Uh, and then in the movie just kind of, oh, it ends with uh, Jenna Rollins getting, like, new furniture for the house. Yeah. There was one scene that made me laugh, and this was an unintentional laugh, I'm sure, where Uma Thurman walks in the house and sees all the new furniture, and then Mom walks in, and Uma Thurman goes, wait, this is our furniture? And mom's like, yeah, I, I, I guess. And I took that to mean like, oh, our furniture, meaning you're never leaving that. <laughs> you're never moving out on your own. So, yeah, oh, I guess it's I guess our it's quote unquote our yeah. furniture. That's how I took it. I don't think oh, that's, that's what they funny. meant. I don't think that's, that's what they funny. meant. But that was how I read it. And I was trying to find some fucking humor in this. Okay. Oh. I made a joke in the group chat. I said, there's not a funny moment in this movie. And then everyone shit on me because I'm like, well, it's a drama. But I'm like, okay, but like dramas can have a little bit of comedy. We need some brevity. We need like a breather from all the sad, depressing shit. We need a couple of one-liner jokes. You know what I mean? Like Ben Gazar could have easily been like the one-liner guy. Or yeah. Rick or well, somebody. It's not, it's not meant to be that kind of But movie. I wish it was. Yeah, it's just not. <laughs> Because it, it would have kept my interest a bit longer. And I was well, just. The purpose of this play was not to keep Jason Soto's interest. That wasn't the goal here. <laughs> oh, but I could not have. There's no way I'm the only one who found this boring. Oh, There's no, definitely no not. Way. No, um, definitely not the only one. But I was just not into it. I was just waiting for it to end. Jason's I kept just looking. just not that in, into this movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was looking at the little YouTube scrub thing, and I'm like, oh my god, that is so much left. Oh my god. We're four, <laughs> you know, we're the only... irony is I thought it went by fast. <laughs> like, we're only 35 minutes in? Oh my fucking god. <laughs> Uh, yeah. That's when I started doing other shit because I'm like, okay, now nah, I'm just gonna listen to the movie, and Aww. I feel like I didn't miss anything by just listening to it. No, probably. I not. think I literally got everything from the movie. So yeah, I'd say and so. And then and then the movie kind of it ends. It ends with a water fight on you know the front lawn, and that was nice. That was cute. I'm, I'm gonna give it that. There was you know a nice bonding moment between everybody. So yeah. I'll I'll give it that. I, that that's my <laughs> one positive. I like the the that. The somewhat positive ending of everyone getting along and being friends and being mother and daughter, both yeah, kind of letting know. it go, yeah, yeah, and we and then it ended. Men, um, yeah, we don't need men. exactly, exactly. So, all right, Lisa, um, you apparently like this movie. I wouldn't say that. Well, so I didn't hate it the way you did. Am I okay. going to watch it again? No, um, I didn't. I wasn't tormented by it. Um, okay. I was All tormented right. by how cringy she is. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think it's a terrible movie. It's not something that I would be like, oh, my God, this is awful. Um, I like straight plays um, that mm. are put to film that you can tell. Like, I was actually thinking about how you would stage it. Yeah. Um, and how you would transition from one scene to the next and how you would do things very simply and how you would move from one thing to the next. Because uh, I used to be the, one of the drama directors at school. And so sometimes this ah. is what my brain thinks of. Okay, um, fair. Which is ironic because when my friend asked me to go for the drama position with her, she wanted to do it with somebody. Um, she had extensive drama experience, whereas I had zero. And everything that I did came from my film knowledge. <laughs> ah, okay. And now I'm watching movies drawing on my drama knowledge. Um, <laughs> oh, as it goes. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, I didn't love it. Um, but I do, I do appreciate the performances. I mean, Jenna Rollins... And uh, Ben Gazzara both got mm -hmm. Emmy Awards for this. Okay. Um, okay. <clears throat> and then there was a third. What was the third? Hang on. I have it in front of me. There was a third Emmy. Um, oh, ex outstanding main title design because of the way they use like the eye charts. That's not as no. fast. <laughs> um, that's wow. That really must have been a, a, a stellar year. <laughs> interesting point i kind of want to see what else it was up against but it it did not it was nominated for seven emmys um oh, wow. outstanding main title outstanding supporting actor outstanding supporting actress so those three are the ones that won okay. and then outstanding casting for a miniseries movie or special outstanding cinematography for a miniseries or movie outstanding supporting actress uh juliette lewis was also nominated in the same category as jenna Rollins. Ah. And outstanding writing for Laura Cahill, who wrote the play that it's based on. Um, it. And Mira Nair is no slouch <clears throat> director. Uh -huh. um, you know, she directed The Namesake. She directed Monsoon Wedding. Like, she knows her stuff. So I think okay. it's just the subject matter that that perhaps was not yeah, exactly I'm, your I'm Okay. Thing. Yeah, so before everyone starts, Ooh. you know, emailing me and, you know, pitchforking my house or whatever. Um, no, nobody's going to do that. Nah, yeah. Oh, know. this was this was whoa, this was a big heyday of drama TV. This is <laughs> this the Emmys, the winner of that year for outstanding drama was the West Wing, nah. beating out twenty four, CSI, Six Feet Under, and the Sopranos. Huh. Um this is uh James Gandolfini wins that year, Edie mm. Falco wins that year, um 
lead actor. I don't recognize any of these movie titles, so that's not worth it. Huh. Um, I don't remember any of the lead actress. Uma Thurman wasn't even nominated. Oh, um, oh wow. Wow. No, she wasn't even. I'm telling. I think she overplayed it. I think she that overplayed is, it. That is possible. Okay. So anyway, before anyone starts to get mad at me. Okay. The act. The acting was fine. I I had no problem with the acting. I didn't think anyone did a bad job acting wise. Right. Um, I did not think the directing was bad either. Um, uh, it was mainly, and I'd say the, I'm not gonna say the writing 100 percent because well, the plot line doesn't work for you. It was the plot line, but you know the. I got what they were going for. I, I yeah. do get I do get what they were going for, and I've admitted that straight dramas is not my thing. Totally. I I am so bored with them. Like I, you know, just people talking for an hour and a half and nothing else happening, you know, is fine. Like you know, people can make fun of me because I like Clerks, which is basically a comedy about two people talking about nothing. But then it at really least, is. but there's at least some stuff in between where there's kind of humor. Where there's like kind of something happening, like there's the hockey game on the roof, there's the funeral, there's a dead guy in the bathroom. There's a you know. funeral here. There's um, <laughs> you know, oh please, bar oh situation. please. I mean, I, I'm not saying it's the same, but just because you are not a fan of what it is, you can't say there wasn't any. <laughs> just saying. Uh, okay, well, fine, but you know, it, it's a difference of entertainingly talking totally. about stuff and just like talking about boring stuff and this was totally. talking about boring stuff to me and it is to me it, it is me i'm 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 not saying it, i'm not gonna say it's a bad movie I, i'm gonna fully admit i was bored with it say you didn't like it yeah i was bored with it but it was it was put together well i don't i don't think it was like you know tommy was so directed it or nothing Right. Um, you know, it was competently made and competently acted and competently written and all that good stuff. So I'm sadly, sadly, hysterical blindness set in the eighties was not nominated for outstanding hairstyling. Oh damn. I, I think mean, this would have been the that would have been the one award I would have completely <laughs> understood. And it was true <sighs> because their hair was so sad. Like you could tell it was like the oh, dredges. Yeah. No, no, it was no. the dredges of the mid eighties perm. And like, it was like, they tried with the hairspray, but it just wasn't working because their hair wasn't meant to do that. And oh my God, so many things, so many things. Um, but yeah, so everyone listening, I didn't, I didn't like think it was badly made. It's just not for me. That's all. It yeah, is. totally. So, all right, we're done with that historical blindness. That's in the past. We're done, and we, and we have survived. We we're are gonna march. Blind nor <laughs> oh, can I have one more minor complaint and then we'll move on? I'm sorry. Of the the historical the historical hysterical <laughs> blindness part <clears throat> only comes up in the first like two minutes of the movie. It's establishing the context, <clears throat> and that's it. <laughs> it, like, I it, explained this already. I know, it. but like I thought it was gonna be about the hysterical I blindness. No, I thought sorry. it was gonna be like the lead up to it, but no, right. it's like a story at the beginning, and then it never yeah. happens again. Yeah, so, not a great title. That's all. That's all weird. So okay, now I'm done. All right. Anyway, we're marching forward. We're moving on. We're gonna leave the other movie we're back in the past. into the future. We're gonna continue on with our um, not too distant with future. our um. Oh, I hated this movie. I need to see this again. Good. 
Anyway, we're going to march on with our usual timeline, and uh, we are going to uh, move on to this. Have you seen this? Yes. Okay. Hello again. You must be hungry. Tim is a healthy adult who represents no danger to himself or anyone else. And I believe he should be discharged. Hey, little brother. I found him. What do you mean? We only have a few days. A few days for what? To keep our promise and kill it. My name is Kaylee Ann Russell. The purpose of today's experiment is to prove that the object behind me is responsible for at least 45 deaths in the four centuries of its recorded existence. And we got a new home, so we get new furniture. It's a bit ostentatious, though, don't you think? Hey, Dad, who's that lady in your office today? What lady? We were just kids. We made up a scary story so we wouldn't have to accept the fact that our father was a sick man who killed our mom. Why don't we just end it right now and smash the damn thing? First, I intend to prove that the people I've just described were victims of the supernatural force that resides in that mirror. You want to redeem the family name? You promised me you'd never forget what really happened. I was 10 years old. Daddy? Tim? Tim. Snap out of it! cool it's phasmophobia the movie anyway until next time i'm jason soto i'm lisa Leahy, and we'll see you between the scares Copyright 2022 Rabbit Hole Podcasts, rabbitholepodcasts.com.